morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Thursday. For those that are here with me live, happy whatever day week it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us on the boost. We appreciate it. Summertime. Next week, we're in July, July 4th. And now you're for sure in summer. You're for sure in summer. Memorial Day just gets you going. July 4th. For those that are tuning in from America, for my North American friends, there must be a whole new way of knowing that it's summer. You know, we've been talking about this idea of being inner and outer and effort and results. And I just hope that it's, we can ground it properly. We can really use it as an opportunity to really grow. And the reason why it's so important for us, because it gives us the ability to be satisfied with things in life that are within our control. It's a very important distinction on life satisfaction. The more we are satisfied, the more we are challenged, the more we see our growth in areas that are within our control, the more we can lead more meaningful lives. If you're getting into a dispute with somebody, if you go to work, or if you're related to somebody, and you see your happiness tied into their activities, when they give you the promotion, when they give you what you want. So many times in life, this happens to people that are not in your life anymore as much. There's someone on the show here that reached out to me and said, we were talking about seeing the greatness in other people. She was explaining to me what it was like to grow up in our home. And it was pretty, it's, it, it sounded pretty terrible. The challenges of being in an environment that was so negative. It's, it's the reality for some people, unfortunately. And parents are people too. And even in the past, there is these, I wish they would have. To the extent our life satisfaction is tied into the people and the things around us, it creates, if you will, this chaos that takes life out of our control. And when it takes life out of your control, it makes it so much more difficult to navigate it. Now, we're, we're, we're lost in this material world, so we think that's, that's the way to do it. And if it's not, it's, it's a cop-out. But if it's, if it's anything but. I told you about the book that I was reading about the Olympic athletes. How many of them are like, they win golds or silvers or bronzes. Or they, they don't even medal, but they, they're fourth. And like, on the outside, they like have everything. They're young, they're fit. The world knows their name. They're on the top of the world and inside they're broken. They're broken because the result outside of them was so critical that when they didn't achieve their result or even when they did, their internal mechanisms didn't know how to process it. So 
the the athlete that won feels like his only value in this world is being an athlete. No one cared about him. And the athlete that lost felt like they were totally devalued because nobody saw anything but the fact that they placed four tenths of a second behind the first place winner. You would think that that's the way to do it. But as soon as you start to work, if they would be working the whole time, if you take that same athlete and while they're going through the physical training of trying to swim faster than the person next to them or ski or, you know, go on some like slide on some bobsled, they're working mentally on appreciating their efforts and being grateful for the fact that they're there and seeing the value in themselves beyond what they accomplish. Then when they get to this, the podium and they try their hardest, they're not going to slow up. And if they lose, there's, there's a whole world inside them that's not dependent on someone else's opinion. We have, many of us are very dependent on other people's opinions of us. So when we talk about effort and starting to appreciate when you do things that are hard just for yourself, it's going to be uncomfortable for some people because some people never had that. They never did something really hard and all they cared about was pushing themselves a thousand miles and a thousand percent. And, and then when it was done, deliberately didn't share it with other people in order to start to create a world where they would be proud of themselves. They didn't need someone else to pat them on the back when they were done. That's what we're talking about here. For some people, it's going to be totally brand new. Wait, you mean I should like hold back from saying that thing or work really hard to overcome that fear or push myself to do that thing that I've never had to do before? And then I did it and I didn't even share all of it, maybe a little bit, but all of it with other people. I just kept it inside. Why am I doing this for? It sounds crazy. You could share it with other people, but you take things that you do because you're pushing yourself to overcome your issues and you're learning how to, reap the satisfaction from that you mean i have to slow down at the end of my day and do a review i'm too tired at the end of my day and every second that i'm up i got to keep myself entertained so when i'm done working i got to check and watch and do until i fall asleep in bed you mean i gotta like sit up before i'm done what am i what am i meditating now or am i sitting up and doing what Sitting up with me with a cup of coffee, let's say, and going back over my day in my head and shining my internal light on the moments that I overcame some internal challenge. I didn't eat that thing that I shouldn't have eaten. And it was on the table. It was on the conference room table and I could have put my hand on it and I didn't. Do you mean at the end of my day, I should remember that and be satisfied with myself. Who has time for that? Who has time for that? I'm on a hamster wheel. If I stop running, I fall off. 
I'm on a treadmill. No? Who has time? Who has time to go back in my day and pick out the moments of where I've worked hard? I was talking to someone yesterday who's in the middle of something. They're in the middle of some project. And they were at work, working. And a friend of theirs happened to be in the building. And they were explaining to me how hard it was to like pick myself up and go down, but I did it. It was the right thing to do. If I were that person right now, I would say to them, you know what you need to do at the end of that day? You're in the middle of something, but your friend came by and it, you knew it would throw you off and ruin, but you did it and you made the person feel good. At the end of the day, you go back and say, you know what? It, it doesn't sound like much, but it was hard for me to get up. I was in the middle of something and I'm not a person that can really focus. No one's going to pat you on the back for that. You didn't like save someone's life. You just did something nice for your, for your friend that didn't even realize it. What do you can go back and tell your spouse or tell your friend the whole story so they can tell you good job, pat you on the back? Have it sit at the end of the day and think about that moment for a minute and go, you know, that was hard for me. Then I did that. I got that. I'm proud of myself for that. You don't got to tell anybody. It's you and God. It's between you and God. You know what that does? It starts to rewire your brain. You know, there's a guy out there named David Goggins. I'm sure you've heard of David Goggins. David Goggins is like the toughest guy in the world. He's like a regular dude. And then he joins like the Navy SEALs and then like goes through training and then does it again and becomes like basically like indestructible. Like David Goggins like does crazy things. Like he'll like run like 30 like 30 hours straight or something like like insane stuff so i read a piece about he how he does it like how does he get the strength to like overcome you know some mile 22 of a 30 hour you know run so he speaks about the cookie jar and every time he does something that is great, courageous, brave, resilient, he almost pictures it in a cookie jar. And in that jar are these small moments of his life where he did great things, where he pushed himself in that week in Navy SEALs, where he pushed past his ability here, where he pushed past his ability here. And he envisions a cookie jar filled with moments of greatness throughout his life. That race, that marathon, that pull-up competition, that I think like I saw once the Navy SEALs have this like... um plank competition plank you know what a plank is like when you sit in your hands and elbows so most people do a plank for like 45 seconds i think in the navy says they make you do it for like an hour like crazy so he did like you know that stuff when he won that it goes in the cookie jar 
every time he has some win, which he is defining as a physical victory, he places it in the cookie jar. So when he's now in the next challenge and he feels like he has nothing left, what he does is he goes back to that cookie jar and he pulls out a cookie. And reminds himself of that moment where he won that playing competition. And it gives him the strength of, I, I got this. And it reminds himself of that moment where he ran 30 miles. He's only doing a 22-mile race. Like, come on. And he reminds himself of the moment of at the end of Hell Week, which was like the worst week in the Navy SEALs. And, and he, he just pulls cookies out of that cookie jar. And he starts to fill himself up, if you will, with the sugar of I can, of greatness. And that gives him the strength to get to the next challenge. And then he puts that in the cookie jar. That's what I'm talking about. But as opposed to the cookie jar being filled with moments of physical success, let it be filled with moments of effort-based success. Build your own cookie jar of times in which you did something great. Not the world recognized you great. You recognized you great. Stuff that aligns with your values and your morals and your ethics and your, your desires for life. Stuff that is the stuff that you've been dealing with your whole life. Every time you do, and by the way, for some people, it's surviving. It's overcoming an addiction. It's overcoming a mental health challenge. It's overcoming fear that you've had for some reason that you don't know where you got it from, but you got it. It's overcoming an I can't mentality for something that doesn't seem to make sense to everybody else. You can't really talk about it. It's overcoming a spiritual hurdle that you wanted to get through your whole life, but you never really had the courage to do it. Every time you beat that obstacle in front of you every single time you see that wall and you go through that wall stop make it a little cookie and put it into the jar so yeah if you went downstairs and it was hard for you even though it's easy for the next person it's a cookie in a cookie jar for some people friends of mine they're the most generous dudes around they give money like it's water some friends of mine these guys hold on to their money like it's air If you're a tight guy and someone asks you to give a donation to a charity and you give money, put that in the cookie jar. Stop and just feel the satisfaction over overcoming a challenge. If you're a much more uh, easily angered person and you're yelling at your kids and you hold back from yelling at that little kid because he didn't mean to spill it anyways, and it doesn't help when you yell at a three-year-old for spilling the stuff, it only makes you feel better. It doesn't make, they don't learn the three. They don't have that part of their brains that remembers, oh, yeah, make sure when you take the cereal out to be careful because three months ago it fell. They don't have that. They, all they're thinking is my mother's a psychopath, even though she's not and she loves you. But the kids are three. She's yelling at something. I don't want my kids to see me yell, but I'm easily angered or I care about the cleanliness of my house. I'm holding back one time. 
I'm holding back this time. I want to just let it out because I need to express my frustration for my child or friend. But what's that going to do? Holding it back. You hold that back. Even if your friend next to you is like, what's the big deal? I never yell at this stuff. It's just stuff. And you're going, yeah, for you, it's just stuff. But for me, I'm crazy about this stuff. I held back once. Feel that satisfaction. You did it. Put it in the cookie jar. Build a world of wins that you that are real wins in life that are based on character that don't need the world to pat us on the back. Build a world where when I do something of value, I feel good and no one has to know or just one person or just whatever and you have a now a new world. You're going to have a world that is yours. Or yours and your spouse. Or yours and your family. It doesn't have to be you alone. If you feel like I got to tell my one person. Fine. You and your friend. Whatever. You're going to have a world. So when you're in a situation. And you're going to lose. In the race of life. But you're going to win in the race of being a great person, you opt naturally to lose in that outdoor race and to win in the inner race. And you feel good about it. That's how we become great. That's how we become great. When you sit in a room and you let someone else shine because they need it, and you know that you've got a whole cookie jar of moments where you overcame your own personal temptations. And you know that when you're done with the end of tonight and you get your coffee at the end of the day, you're going to enjoy what it felt like to give somebody else the credit because they needed it for their self-confidence. And you got this, you're good. And you get, you let someone else shine. And the feeling you have at night for knowing you let someone else shine is so much greater than the feeling that you would have gotten by shining in front of people. Do you see that distinction? Do you see that distinction? That is greatness. That is greatness. To get to a level where we get into a situation and there's a race in front of us. And in that moment, we realize that losing this race in public is winning in my character. And I have built such a practice in my life to appreciate the right wins that I almost naturally would rather lose in public and win in private. Once you taste that difference, you are elevated over the physical world. You're not competing for the Lego match. All right, we'll talk about this. Oh man, this is big. Listen, I'm not this guy. I just learned from these guys. I learned from these people. I follow these people. This is how they live. I'm telling you. All right, we got a very interesting boost on tonight. For those who are interested, I'm interviewing a guy named Tovia Singer on, uh, on missionaries. Fascinating. Okay, everybody, have an amazing day. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again manana. Have a great day.